0: Sukkah, Perak Bet, Mishnah Bet. This Mishnah will discuss several kinds of unusual Sukkot. If one supports the Sukkah of the Sukkah with the boards of a bed, so you've got a bed outside the Sukkah, and the Sukkah is supported by one of the ends of the bed frame. So imagine you've got two walls, two regular Sukkah walls, and the third wall is the end of a bed, an end of a bed frame. So the Sukkah rests on these two regular walls and the end of this bed frame it says kasher. Rabbi, Rabbi says Im enah La'amod b'fnei The sukkah cannot stand on its own without the support of the bed It is pasul, invalid because it is not as sturdy as required It will not remain standing for long because the bed is likely to be moved causing the sukkah to collapse It is therefore invalid and in contrary to Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that sukkah must have some permanence The Tanaqamah however rules that note kasher because in, in their opinion a sukkah is meant to be a temporary dwelling now, we're going to discuss two cases where sechach lets in a great deal of sunlight. Sukkah ham duvlelet. So let's say you've got a sukkah, that more sunlight than shade because of the Sakhakh, it's uneven. So instead of sechach being one flat layer, it's basically split spread, spread into two layers. So you've got that each piece of sechach is staggered. So you've got one piece of sechach on the lower level, then the next piece of sechach along is... Is raised up, then the third piece is lower, the fourth piece is higher, so like that. So, so, um, so that is this uneven sechach that we are talking about. silatam ruba and or so that's case one. And case two is a sukahus is very sparse and the shade is greater than the sunlight. In each of these cases, the sukkah is valid. In the first case, where the sukkah is, is uneven, the sukkah is valid because we view the sukkah as, as if it were flat. And in the second case, where the sukkah is sparse, the sukkah is valid because the solid parts of the sukkah cover a greater area than the gaps. Now, the Mishnah turns to the opposite case, where the sukkah is very th- thick. Hamu'ubak, by bayit, let's say, you've got sukkah, who's, who's, um, which is, which is uh, very dense, uh, like a house. So the schach the covering is very dense like a house. Even though the stars cannot be seen from inside it, it is valid. Um, it's preferable though that schach be laid in a way that stars can be, the stars can be seen. However, it is still kasher if not. Mishnah Gimel. Now, four cases of sukkah that are not built on the ground. How says sukkah to gala? Let's say if someone makes the sukkah on top of a wagon, or borosha spin on top of a boat, kashera, these are kasher, because despite the instability, it is still considered to be a dwelling place. Because even though these are dwellings of a temporary nature, sukkah is meant to be temporary. But they've got to be strong enough, let's say on the boat, to withstand an average wind on land. Because even if it withstand an average wind on land, it's not considered to even be temporary. Ve'olim lah b'yom tov, and we can go up into these on Yom Tov. now, if someone makes them these sukkah on top of a tree, so let's say you got a treehouse, you've got a platform in a tree and you build sukkah on there. Or Gamal, on the back of a gamal, of a camel, so he built walls between the humps and cover them with sukkah. is kashev, ve'en olim lah but you cannot go up into it on Yom Tov because it's forbidden to use a tree. Or the body of a living animal on Yom Tov. Now we're going to limit the ruling that the Sukkah and the tree cannot be used on Yom Tov. So now let's see you've got two walls of Sukkah resting on a tree, and one is man made, which is built on the ground. So the Sukkah has three walls, two of the walls, and most of the floor rest on the tree. The third wall is a tall board that stands on the ground. It supports the sukkah floor and rises above it. On that side, therefore, the sukkah rests on a ground-based wall rather than on the tree. So you've got these two walls, one on a tree, one on a man-made, on or, or two walls on a which is built on the ground, and one rests in the tree. olin The sukkah is valid, but we cannot go up into it yom tov, since neither of these two sukkah, sukkah would remain standing if the tree were taken away. Going up into them means using the tree, which is forbidden in Yom Tov. However, if the sukkah has four walls, three are man-made, which are built on the ground, and one rests in the tree, the sukkah is valid, we can go up into Yom Tov. In this case, where the sukkah is supported by three walls that are built on the ground, it does not need the support of the tree at all. Therefore, one who goes up into the sukkah is not considered to be using the tree. But you cannot climb up the tree itself, because that would be using the... Um, the tree, so you got to climb into the sukkah using a ladder, for example. Now, there's a rule for determining where, whether a sukkah built on a tree can be used in Yom so Tov. This is a rule called shenitel. In every case where the Sukkah is built in such a way that even if the tree were removed it would stand its own, It is valid and we can go up into it on Yom Tov So the, as this rules to teach that even if the Sukkah has only two walls based on the ground But they are opposite each other and not next to each other at a right angle The Sukkah may be used on Yom Tov since it would remain standing even if the tree is taken away There's more stability in such an instance and therefore it can be used Have a great day